Greetings and welcome back to Mishnah Yomit, the podcast study program sponsored by the Orthodox Union, hosted here at OU.org. In each one of these podcasts, we study two Mishnayot in sequence, following the schedule and calendar publicized by the International Mishnah Yomit. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom, and I've been honored to study the Masachek Tubot with you. We are now going to begin our final chapter of Masachek Tubot, uh, Perak Yod Gimel, which is devoted almost entirely, to a record of the rulings of two Dayanim, two judges, who were in Yerushalayim. So the Mishnah Aleph, Shnei Dayanei Gzerot, or in some versions Gzelot, and I'll explain that in a moment, Hayub Yerushalayim. So there were two judges who were in charge of uh, creating precautionary rules or ordinances to avoid inappropriate financial dealings. Dayanim to make Knasot about Gzelot. And their names were Admon and Hanan ben Avishalom. Uh, and now, Hanan Omer Shnei Admon Omer Shiva. Because some of these, a couple of these, have to do with Ketubot, they're put here, the whole collection is put here. Although most of them are not directly related to Ketubot, the last two Mishnayot will then take us back to Ketubot. Uh, Hanan has two Gzerot, we're going to hear about them in Mishnah Aleph and Mishnah Bet, and that will be this podcast. Number one, Mishalach Mdinat Hayam. So if a guy, a man went off traveling and went overseas, Mizonot, and he didn't leave money for his wife to eat, and she now needs to eat, she can sell some of the property in order to get money for her food, and she only needs to take an oath at the end when she collects her ketubah as to how much she collected. The Kohanim Dolim, who we heard about earlier in the first parak, uh, as having their own beitin and having their own amounts that they would charge for ketubah, etc. So they disagreed with him. She has to take an oath at the time that she takes the money and also at the time of collection of ketubah. He supported the Kohanim Dolim. But Amar Rabban Yochanan ben Zakai. I agree with Hanan. She should only take the shvua at the end, and that indeed is the halacha. Mishnah bet. So a man went off traveling, again like we had in the first Mishnah, and the wife had nothing to eat. So another fellow voluntarily fed her. He lost his money, meaning he has no claim either against her or against the husband when he returns. They disagreed with him, as we had in the previous Mishnah. He could take an oath how much he spent and, and accept that from the husband who should have been feeding her. And again, Rabbi Harkinas supported the Kohanim Tolim. He again supported Hanan. Literally, he put his money on the horns of a deer. In other words, he threw his money away, and uh, he was a nice guy, but uh, he does not get any recovery. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with Mishnah Gimel in the next podcast. Anytime, you should have a wonderful day.